Hey, Song Surfers, welcome to Song Surfing. It's your friend John. Song Surfing is a bi weekly playlist of independent music pulled from the far reaches of the internet. Song Surfing is a part of the Live from the Lincoln Lodge podcast network. Visit thelincolnlodge.com to explore the other shows on the network and to learn more about the venue that's home to the nation's longest running independent comedy showcase. On this edition of Song Surfing with Friends, I'll be joined by Sophie Jana, songwriter from the Netherlands who started her musical career singing traditional folk songs. With her duo, The Lasses, she's been singing these old folk songs all over the world. Because of a serious illness with her co-musician in The Lasses, Sophie's been focusing on her solo career during the pandemic, but she hopes to be able to play again as a duo soon. Hi, Sophie. Welcome to Song Surfing. Hi, Joan. Thank you. Thank you for being here. So can you tell us how you got started in music? Well, that's a really easy one because I was born in a musical family. So my mother was on a stage a day before I was born. (laughs) And uh, so I've been hearing music in the womb and I've been singing as a very young child and everybody in my family makes music. So, Wow. So you were were probably singing harmony as a toddler. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, my voice was the highest, so I would usually do the the lead or or the high voice. Yeah. Did, were there was there ever any talk of having a family band? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and more or less, we had one because my mother was in one. She has ten siblings, and they used to perform um, with the, all the eleven uh, as as children as well. Oh wow, that's like the sound of music. If you I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, can you tell us about the lasses? Yes. Um, so I, I was born, I was raised making music with, with other people. And when I was 17, I moved to um, Amsterdam and uh, there was not so much music there straight away for me because I didn't start studying music. I was afraid to do that. I didn't think I was good enough. And so I started studying linguistics. Um, and after a couple of years, I moved to Edinburgh in Scotland and i uh, discovered session singing there. So people who just go to a pub and sing together and usually with lots of harmonies. And it really felt like home to me because, yeah, that's how I was raised. And when I went back to Amsterdam, I found out that there was sessions there as well. And that's where I met Margot. And we formed the lessons uh, very soon after that. She was already playing music and she asked me to a couple of gigs she had already planned. And and that's how the band started. Wow. So you've been uh, playing together for some time then. Yes. Um, I think, well, we met only in 2014 or 13, I think. And uh, But yeah, we formed the band almost instantly because we realized our voices went together really well. She's got an alto, I'm a soprano. And both of us love singing harmonies, and we yeah we love exactly the the same type of songs, and so yeah, it, our musical connection was instant, and we also realized when performing that people loved hearing us together. So yeah, it was a no brainer. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been really impressed by the lasses, and hearing that you formed in what did you say twenty thirteen? Yeah, or you met in twenty thirteen in. I think you have five albums out, is that right? Yes. It's it's a lot of music for a, what is really a relatively short amount of time. Now, oh, um, later on when we get into kind of more the nuts and bolts of how of your, your songwriting, um, I've got some questions about that. But um, first, let's get to the music that you selected to play for the listeners. How did you go about choosing it? 
Well, um, because we are in a pandemic still, uh, and I'm missing everybody I normally sing with, I chose songs from people I sing with a lot at sessions. So people who go to, well, they usually call it Irish sessions, because this is a thing in Ireland, especially, that you go to pubs to play music, even if you're an amateur, even if you're a professional, and you just play together like a jam session, but not as much, like in a jam session, people try to take the center stage. But in sessions like this, everybody just gives uh, gives the songs all of their attention. So the, the goal of playing together is make beautiful songs and not be like playing on your ego, showing how good you can play the guitar or anything. It's just about the songs. And so all the people I, I chose for this podcast are people I sang with at the session that I always go to every Wednesday night uh, when there's not a pandemic. Um um, and it's in an Irish pub in Amsterdam called Mulligans. And uh, and I think the first song you're going to play is by Paul McKenna. He lives in, I actually don't know where he lives now, but people from all around the world, whenever they tour in Amsterdam, they'll come to the session and play. You know, it's interesting. Uh, one thing that I, I've really enjoyed about doing this podcast is just meeting different people, finding out about stuff happening around the world. And one thing that really struck me when uh, I was learning about the artists that you selected is about the Irish session. And that's something that's huge on the South side of Chicago where I'm from. And uh, we got a pretty big Irish community there. And I, I guess I never really thought of it for some reason being a worldwide thing that happens. And that's pretty cool. First up, we'll be listening to the Paul McKenna band with their rendition of the traditional song Mickey Dam from their third album Elements. The Paul McKenna Band has been called the best folk band to come out of Scotland in the last 20 years by the New York Times. Although the song we'll be listening to dates back to 2013, they also have a newer release called Breathe, which features the band's trademark sound with added instrumentation to enhance and focus on the original material. Here's Paul McKenna Band with Mickey Dam. This rose 
lose the most temper And at me he made to jump He swore he'd paralyze me With the handle of a pump But I quickly surprised him And I grabbed him by the throat And I shook that ugly monkey Till the tail fell off his boat I'm as strong as any lion I was reared on eggs and ham I'm a terror to all fighting men Round the Mickey Dam Them big hotels were stopping And they call them Navi's Hots And the bugs and fleas around the beds Are big as coconuts And on Saturday night when I come home I'll stand behind the door And as they come out one by one I'll bash them to the floor For I'm as strong as any lion I was reared on eggs and ham I'm a terror to all fighting I'm as strong as any lion I was reared on eggs in the car I'm a terror to all fighting men Burned in my feet down You break things and don't look back in me in this bloody mess I don't know why I'm still here, it's loyalty that keeps me here You said I'm sorry I'm still young, but you're old enough to love someone Why not old enough to hurt, afraid that love will lose its worth That you are gone, I realize I should have said what's on my mind. Now that you are gone, I realize I should have said what's on my mind. You brought my heart back to life then left it to its own device and I still check from time to time it still beats on its own now that you are gone I realize I should have said what's on my mind now that you are gone I realize I should have said what's on my mind Now that you are gone, I realize I should have said what's on my mind. Now that you are gone, I realize I should have said what's on my mind.
Sitting in your chair, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Robbie, looking at the world like you don't care. Looking at the world like you don't care. But when he's on the move, he slides across the room. In his coat of gray and white, he's just a perfect groom. Wedding dance, he misses out his bride. Oh. So then he wants to go outside to see where she might hide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Robbie, like a statue in the window pane. Hey, hey, Robbie. Hey, Robbie, like a king of cool walking down the lane. Robbie, like Jabber the Hutt sitting in your chair, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Robbie, looking at the world like you don't care, looking at the world like you don't care. But now he has a problem, I don't think he'd realize. When he was a younger boy, they took away his bride. So if he finds his missus and a decimation of his DNA, no. Will he be the king of fools, a ghost we need astray? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Robbie, like a statue in the window pane. Hey, Robbie. Hey, Robbie, like a king of cool walking down the lane. Hey, 
rob you like Jabber the Hutt sitting in your chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Robbie, looking at the world like you don't care. Looking at the world like you don't care. Looking at the world like you don't care. I don't think he gives a damn He's just taken up the piss Of all these ifs and or and what's He just takes it as it is To be relaxed or not to be relaxed That is no question here He's the ultimate candidate of the Northern Hemisphere. Hey, Rob, you like a statue in the window pane? Oh. Hey, Rob, you like a king of cool walking down the lane? Hey, Rob, you like jumping out sitting in your chair? Looking at the world like you don't care Looking at the world like you don't care Looking at the world Like you don't care Jacht, warm, dear. 
concerning the Lord. The quiet year is far long, but In the Key of Q is a new podcast series featuring music and conversation with queer musicians from around the world. Musicians like Soulful, Ty McKinney. Musicians like suburban pop king, Matt Fischel. And musicians like rapper, Theism. That's In the Key of Q, available on all the usual podcast providers. Hey, song surfers, welcome back. First in the block, we heard the Paul McKenna Band with Mickey Dam from the album Elements. Second was the song Pay by Marianne's Daughters from the Marianne's Daughters EP. Marianne's Daughters is a duo consisting of sisters Emma and Merrill. The sisters grew up with singing parents and started making music together when they were in high school. The name Marianne's Daughters is an ode to their creative and musical mother. Their songs are dreamy and folky, their lyrics fragments of experiences and conversations about topics as wide a range as ice cream, old lovers, new cities, and the sea. And they have um, new material coming out on Bandcamp, so Song Surfers, be sure to check that out. All right, Sophie, so what can you tell us about this one? The lovely thing about uh, the Irish session that I go to in Mulligan's is that uh, there are also people coming there who play their own songs and um, Emma, uh, who's one of the singers in Marian's Daughters, uh, was one of them. I don't actually know how she found it, but she just walked in one day. Nobody has ever 
ever nobody ever saw her and she took up her guitar and played a beautiful song and I, I think that first time it was a Johnny Cash song um, but after a couple of weeks she started playing this song that we're going to hear in, in a second and I just thought it was so funny and I really loved it and yeah, I love the, um, the the community that we have at this this particular session in Amsterdam. That people feel safe enough to play their own songs, and yeah, I just think this is a beautiful and really funny one. Third in the block was Job alone with the song Robbie from the album Cycle Songs. Job is a singer, songwriter, and percussionist hailing from Amsterdam whose repertoire consists of both original and traditional material. Job keeps instrumentation light, aiming to deliver the songs in an intimate and tasteful manner. Job started off playing solo, hence the name Job Alone, but now often plays with a group of musicians going by Job Alone and Friends. This particular song, uh, yeah, like the one from Marion Sauter, is, I think, really funny. And I love that Job um, didn't... You know, this songwriting, I think, is just so playful. And I really loved that. And it's a really nice one to sing with everybody. Uh, I mean, there's a line in there about Jabba the Hutt. I mean, who writes a folk song about Jabba the Hutt? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I, just, I just wanted to include it because Job is a good friend. I love his playing. And I love that every Wednesday he comes up with a new song and, uh, you know, just keeps it keeps it going. Uh, yeah, he's a good friend and I love his music. So one thing uh, um, I was a little unclear on now is, is Job, how you say, say the name? No, Job. Job. Okay. Um, he had told me that the song is about the arrival of his lovely cat coinciding with the purchase of a blood red and shiny Gretsch hollow body electric guitar. And he said, it's the treasure of his midlife crisis. <laughs> so is Robbie the name of the cat or the yeah. guitar? Oh, okay. All right. It all makes sense now. Yeah. Remember, Song Surfers, that there's a playlist in the show notes section, so you can check out all the songs that were, were featured on this episode. And you'll also find the artist's preferred links uh, to purchase and stream their music. So head on over to songsurfingpodcast.com to the episodes and show notes page. Fourth in the block, we heard Victor Lacken's performance of the traditional song, um, and I'm not even going <laughs> to attempt to pronounce this Gaelic. <laughs> so it's a, a title that's a, um, and a song that's sung in the Gaelic language. Victor told me that it tells of a man who is suffering from love sickness, and all he can do is stay awake at night thinking about his love while the rest of the world is fast asleep. Besides being a musician. Victor Lacken is award-winning photographer and videographer, and he's got his work up on his website, and you should check that out if you're just interested in awesome-looking photographs. Um, all right, so how about this one, Sophie? Well, um, what I love about this particular song is that you can feel the emotion, and, and that's actually, I think that's a thing that holds for all four songs you just heard. Everybody who sings at the session is is uh, singing songs that are really close to their heart. You know that the, their 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 music is not music of the mind. It has not been thought out. It's been music that's coming straight from somewhere deep inside. And and especially with that Gaelic song, I mean, I can't understand Gaelic, but you can you can hear what the song is about uh, even without knowing the words. And uh, Victor, yeah, he just sings. Everybody sings in a way 
in which you can totally feel it. The intention is there. Everybody's going through that while they're singing. And that's what, for me, is the highest thing you can aim for in music. So all these people are big inspirations for me. Yeah, it's really the the power of music, right? That you can communicate even if you're not speaking the same language because you really are speaking the same language. Exactly. Like music is our, our heart of our gut language, you know, not our head language. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to put it. Um, so let's get into your music. In The Lasses, you perform a combination of traditional and original mm -hmm. material. And I went back and listened to all of your albums again. And wow. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that stood out to me that I, I guess I didn't really catch before is how bluesy a lot of the songs are. So uh, how, how does this all come together? Where well, like I was just saying, actually, um, uh, I, I think the, the songs that I like best are the songs that are closest to people's hearts. And I, for one, um, experience a lot of sadness uh, sorry to say that. I mean, I sound cheerful. People think I'm a cheerful person, but I think about things a lot. And and in in if I'm if if I'm thinking too much, then I get really sad because you know a, a, a day goes by and it doesn't come back. And you know, even thinking about my childhood and how those days won't will never come back can can bring a tear yeah. <laughs> into my eye. You know, I I find it. Uh, I'm embarrassed about it because I, I'm not sure that other people think about it all that much. But if I do, I get sad uh, because every, everything is so temporary. And um, you know, it's one of my, one of my favorite lines in, in Tove Jansson's uh, book of the Moomins is how everything is always changing. And that's exactly what makes me feel safe. Well, it doesn't make me feel safe. <laughs> yeah, fills you with existential dread. Yes. <laughs> no, I can... And I, I can relate for sure. Yeah. So, uh, so for for me, I mean, I can't speak for Margot, but for me, that's a reason I think why I'm so attracted to uh, bluesy music, because it feels like finally somebody understands, and I don't have to hide my um, my weird feelings away. Like the music is for me the place in which I'm allowed to feel all my feelings. And especially the darker ones are ones that I can't really, I don't dare to express in daily life. And, and in music, yeah, I'm allowed to. So how do you and Margot approach writing together? Or do you write together? Yeah, we do write together, actually. Um, well, because we, are, we, were, we have been touring so much together, we have been uh, experiencing a lot of the same things, you know, on the road. And uh, and so it, it happened coincidentally a couple of times that both of us were writing about exactly the same subject at the same time. And those times we compared notes <laughs> and, uh, and and turned out that, our, that, that, you know, together we would have a song finished when if each of us would have written our own song, um, oh, wow. you know, we would have, have two songs about the same thing. So it was really nice that it, that it just worked that way and also one time she was writing a song in the middle of the night in in the bathroom because i was already asleep and we were in the same hotel room and the next morning she was still in bed and i found her notes and when i looked at the thing she had written the melody came to me straight away so um she woke up and i said um so i your words are now a song and <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. And she loved it. Like she didn't have a melody for it yet. So it was incredible. Yeah. So it just happened. That's kind of mind blowing. Uh, any band that I've been in, it's always been, you know, each member writes the song and then the band does their interpretation of it. I've never had that experience. That's That must feel pretty special to have that connection with someone. Absolutely. Yeah, it's insane. And, and that you can agree on the words you use and the melodies. And, you know, that's just that's just insane. Yeah. I mean, most of the time we also write um, separately and, and then maybe only add harmonies for each other's songs. But, yeah, I, I guess when you're on the road together that much uh, and you like each other, then this might happen. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So uh, your albums have a blend of original material and um, your interpretations of traditional songs. So how how do you get it all to uh, blend together? How do you get that cohesive sound? Well, we don't try that. I mean, yeah, I, I think music. I can be a really, I can be a perfectionist in in, in other uh, fields, but in music, I, I I feel like I'm allowing myself to play and be more open, and um, and that's the same how, with with the songs we do. So why I don't have a plan. We I think it's just the tone of our voice and uh, and the sound of our guitars that makes it blend together. You know, we, we yeah, and and like I said, we only use. We only play songs that that feel that we can relate to. So our our emotion, our heart has to shine through, and yeah, that maybe that makes it cohesive. Yeah, I love that. Um, all right, so I've been asking all the guests. Uh, a lot of our audience are really interested in music and this, in, interested in the songwriting process. A lot of them are songwriters. Um, so, what's could you tell us about your songwriting process? Do you have one? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, often um, I, I play music when I'm overwhelmed uh, a lot, and uh, I mean I I play music anyway a lot, also when I'm happy. But especially when I'm overwhelmed and I really don't know where to go, I'll, I'll pick up my guitar, and that's often when a song will come to me. So um, you know there will be something in my head that will have to come out, and uh, often that doesn't turn into a good song, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've got lots of recordings on my computer and on my phone that are horrible, horrible. But sometimes uh, I can tell that something nice is coming out, and uh, and and then I will uh, put more effort into it, and I will maybe. Uh, you know, take notes and immediately record it a couple of times and and then maybe go somewhere else so I can actually uh, take my time to think about it and actually write lyrics that are good good to the song. Like often I will, I will have maybe one verse and one chorus or maybe only a verse and I have to think about the chorus. And in order to really honor the song, I, I really usually have to go out somewhere where I can't hide from it. Like when I'm home, I'll, I'll, lots of things will distract me. But if I'm specifically going somewhere to finish that song, I yeah, I I can't avoid it, and that's what I do. Um, so you have a dedicated well, space no, that you go to, I mean, a practice space. No, I go to. I, I usually go outside to where there are other people, so I can't. You know. I think under the pressure of of somebody else's eye, I I. I actually like if I if I would stay home and have my guitar in my hand, I would not finish the lyrics probably because I will I will be too scared and I will start playing other songs. 
So to finish lyrics, I usually have to go somewhere and look like I'm doing something and, you know, make myself not leave before I've finished. Yeah, okay, that makes sense to me. I There's um, a legendary tuba player from the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, um, and he was really, in, uh, yeah, being a band director during the day, he's one of the big names because he was really well-known as a mm -hmm. revolutionary teacher as well. Arnold Jacobs is his name. And one of his bits of advice he used to give his students was when you're practicing at school, only practice, quote-unquote, practice things that you've already rehearsed a lot at home. Um, sort of like treat that time as your performance when you're actually in earshot mm -hmm. of other people. I always found that interesting. Uh, and that's I, I see kind of a connection there, you know, that you really need your, your solitude time to really do the nuts and bolts work. Yeah, 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 exactly. And yeah, I, I noticed that, you know, other people like the audience helps me also realize that a song is finished. You know, if I'm if I'm home, I'll, I'll keep on tweaking and 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 I will never be totally happy with it or, you know, I'll feel insecure about it. And when somebody else hears it and, and tells me that they like it, then suddenly it's become something, you know, and I might still change it, but I, I think I need that external validation for things to, to feel finished. Yeah. And how, how often does it catch you by surprise when a song that you're not too sure about winds up really resonating with people or vice versa? Yeah. All of all of the all of the songs. Yeah. So we're gonna listen to your song "Follow the Heron." Can you tell us about that? Oh, nice. Well, in fact, that is a cover song. So Kareen uh, Bolbert wrote that song. She's a Scottish uh, songwriter who, who I really uh, admire, and um, I learned that song when I lived in Edinburgh a long time ago, and uh, I kept on singing it because it's it's such a joyful song and hopeful song, and um, especially this time after this long winter that was really lonely for lots of people I really felt like this was the song that would bring us out and connect to other people again and you know spend time with friends yeah as the world opens up so this is the lasses and Catherine Clare who is that yes She's a violin player from Portland, and she also happened to be on tour in the Netherlands and walked into the Irish session that I always go to. So that's how I met her. And uh, she became an, uh, an instant friend. Like she knew all the songs that Margot and I knew and would add a third part harmony. And before we knew it, she had invited us over to come to play in um, in America on the Pacific uh, Northwest. Oh, wow. And... Uh, and for some strange reason. I mean, lots of people promise us things like that, but she actually made it happen. <laughs> you know, so so in next March, she said, um, come over here and I've got a tour finished. And she picked us up by car and uh, yeah, we were driven to gigs every night and played lots of songs and there were people there and it was amazing. So, and that was the beginning of, of a long time of touring together. So we've been spending time with her um, every year for four weeks or so so for the last five years well that's really exciting when you eventually make it in the u.s make it to the midwest to chicago we've got a good venue here the old town school of folk music Ooh. i'll definitely come and check you out oh that sounds um, great so where can the listeners find your music and is there anything you'd like to plug 
Well, Follow the Heron is a single we've just released with the Lessers because of the things I was just mentioning. And I also solo, I'm working on a new EP and I released one song already called White World. You can find it anywhere um, in every, every music, uh, uh, um, what do you call it? place to stream music and every streaming service and it's also on my on my own website you can go to uh, sophiejana.nl or thelasses.nl and you'll find everything there all right great and i'll make sure to put a, a link for that as well in the in the show notes oh thanks sophie this is excellent thanks so much for joining me oh no worries i really appreciate it The back of the winter has broken And the light lingers long by the door And the seeds of the summer have spoken In garlands that bloom on the shore By night and day we'll sport and we'll play in the light As the dawn dances over the bay Sleep draws the breath of the morning away And we'll follow the heron home In darkness we cradle our sorrow And we stoke all our fires with fear Now these bones that lie empty and hollow Are ready for gladness and cheer by night and day we'll sport and we'll play in the light As the dawn dances over the bay Sleep draws the breath of the morning away And we'll follow who the heron
Hey, Song Surfers. In case you missed it, there's a Song Surfers mailing list that you can join for occasional news from the world of song surfing. I'm giving away stickers if you're a US-based listener, um, but all, of course, are welcome, and I hope you join. Info for that can be found at songsurfingpodcast.com and on the Facebook page. Speaking of which, if you're not already following Song Surfing on Facebook and Instagram, come on over. You can find both by searching Song Surfing Podcast, all one word. I mentioned at the top of the episode that Song Surfing is a part of the Live from the Lincoln Lodge podcast network, and I want to tell you about another show in the network that I think you'll like. On Hot Dish, host Lauren Huberman cooks up something tasty while chatting with a special guest. Song Surfers, I love the format of Hot Dish. Lauren chats with the guest while cooking and then shares the recipe in the show notes. I think that's just such a cool concept for the show. And for me, it's uh, like the middle of the Venn diagram with cooking on one side, podcasting on the other, and... Uh, on the third side of the Venn diagram, if that's how that works, um, is uh, comedy. So yeah, check it out. Hot Dish with Lauren Huberman. If you like the songs that you're hearing on Song Surfing, take the next step and help spread the word about your favorites. Share the artist's Bandcamp or streaming platform links on social media. Tell some friends about it. Buy some merch. And remember, you can find all of the artist's websites and their preferred streaming links on the episodes and show notes page of songsurfingpodcast.com. While you're spreading the love, it would really help if you could follow and leave a five-star review for song surfing in the podcast player of your choice, if it has that feature. If you're listening on the Apple or Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podchaser, there should be a rate and review option. You can also find links for that in the show notes of your podcast player, so check that out. Those reviews help the podcast to be more visible when people are browsing for new shows. Thanks. If you'd like to reach out with any comments or suggestions, you can email the show at songsurfingpodcast at gmail.com. Just a reminder that I'd love to hear about how you listen to the show or how and where you usually listen to podcasts so I can optimize your listening experience. I'd also love to hear about any artists or bands that you'd like to hear on a future episode of Song Surfing. If you want to submit your music for consideration on a future episode of the show, there's a form for that on the website, songsurfingpodcast.com. If you missed it, I was on Pete John's excellent YouTube show, Studio Live Today. We talked about podcasting. I told Pete about an embarrassing moment. Yikes. And I went through my tips from editing hell that I put together after working on my upcoming EP. There's a link for that in the show notes and on the website. You know it, songsurfingpodcast.com. The opening theme of the show is Living in a Fishbowl by Josh Ween. You can find Josh's music on Bandcamp by searching his artist name, Ween Solo. That's spelled W-I-E-N-S-O-L-O. And the outro music that you're hearing right now is Little Pills by Patrick Moonbird, which is available on all major streaming platforms.